name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Christ is born. You say that with great fervor. Christ is born. Christ is born. Glorify him. Kind of wake up our souls. So today, um, we have several remembrances and themes that come to us from the readings. Christ's birth and God is coming to us, and we are grateful for that. But it's not filled with happiness, simply. It's not an easy road, and we see that in these texts. We see Stephen martyred. We see 14,000 children killed because Christ had come into the world. So we hear this, these, these, uh, these texts and we understand that this is not to us and should not be to us seen as an easy life. There's going to be struggles. There's going to be crucifixions. But what happens after the crucifixion? Resurrection. We have to understand this. We step into those things that are difficult, but we find joy in that sense of God being with us, being raised above that which we are struggling with. So, important today to kind of hold on to that. So we celebrate today the Holy Family, David the King, Joseph the Betrothed, and James the Brother of the Lord. And these are examples for us to follow, to, to look at, and to say these are, our, these are the people that have given to us this life we are to live, and they show us how to live it. So King David, he had a heart for God. A heart for God. We have to under, look at that. Is my, do I have a heart for God? Is that what my heart longs for and seeks? Is it first? Is that what I first sense in my heart, a longing for God? May it be so for us. But also, he is a beautiful picture of repentance. When he saw the sin that he committed, he got on his knees and he begged God to forgive him. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me out away from thy presence, and take not the Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of thy salvation. Steady me with a guiding spirit. These are, the, these are the words of Psalm 50, but they're also the words that should spring from us when we see our fallenness and our sins. Lord, forgive me. Have mercy on me. Heal my soul. Create in me a clean heart, O God. This should be our, our position when we see our sins shown to us by God. Joseph betrothed, a steadfast man. Just, you, you just get this sense of his life was just steady. Steady. You know, uh, the tradition teaches us that he was married before. He had married to Salome. And Salome died and he was an older man and he was betrothed to Mary to care for her. Steadfast in the sense that here's who here's, here's, Here's who his children are. James, the brother of the Lord. Simon and Jude, who were apostles. Joseph, who was one of the 70. Salome, 
a daughter who married Zebedee, who birthed James and John, and Esther, another daughter. Steadfastness. He produced a significant portion of the of not only the Holy Family, but the apostles in the 70. So we need to see how, just hold steady, beloved. Like Joseph, be steady. Do what's in front of you. Do the good things. Flee the evil things. Be steady. Who knows, you may be even uh, able to be visited by the angel Gabriel, like he was. Steadfastness. And James, faithfulness, the brother of the Lord, who stood firm with Christ as a good brother, but then became one of the 70 and the first bishop of Jerusalem, who held steady the, the faith in that, uh, in that time, even during the controversy of how were we going to handle Gentile believers. The council was called, and he presided over the first council to determine that, no, we accept the Gentiles. They don't need to become Jews. They need to become Christians with certain provisions. Faithfulness. Faithfulness. And then today we remember the great and first martyr, Stephen, the, uh, uh, the deacon. To stand firm for that which was given to him by Christ and the apostles, to know that he stood for the faith of the apostles and the faith of the church, to stand firm for the church, to be firm in this, to, 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 uh, be, to, to be able to um, hold uh, fast to that which we have been given and to hold to it to the sense that we will defend it. We'll defend it. Not just live in it, but defend it. This is an important piece. Uh, that defense, as we see in Stephen, doesn't always end nicely. Okay. But, it, but we're called, all of us, to defend what we're given. To defend it with, with a, a, a fervent and a loving heart. So, so Stephen, these great examples for us, beloved, important to us. So what do we hear from them uh, uh, when we see this sense of, uh, um, of struggle that we, are, we approach? We, we see it and we understand that it's there in front of us. We sing this most Sundays. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So we see in the importance of holding firm, steadfast to what we've been given. No matter what the obstacles will be thrown to us in front of us. So important to us. So a couple other thoughts on the texts. 
Um, the saints say when, when the it's a, they, angels said, take the child and flee. We can interpret this, and it's been interpreted as for us to, Christ has been born in our hearts, and we're called to flee our sinfulness, to flee the sins, to flee away, to leave them behind, to leave behind pride and anger and resentments and fears and anxieties. These things we should push away. Take the child that's in your heart and flee the sin. It's a great lesson for us, a simple lesson. Turn to Christ and flee the sin. Can you do that? Yes. Keep it simple. We just turn to Christ and flee the sin and, and learn that pattern of life. It's a powerful one. We just don't, we don't, we can't battle successfully without Christ first. So turn to Christ and then do the battle. And then finally, these, uh, this interpretation, a spiritual interpretation of flee to Galilee, he flees back, they come back to Galilee, uh, come back to Israel, and they go not to Jerusalem or Bethlehem. They go to Galilee and Nazareth, which is uh, the humble portion of, uh, of Israel. So the saints teach us that the primary effort here then is to find humility. Find humility. I want to encourage you um, in one thing. This has really helped me. To find humility in any form for me, I have to be quiet. I like this right here, quiet. Be quiet, be, find silence. It's a beautiful thing. You know, there's so much noise out there. We get up and, and all there is is noise. Our phone, the internet, the television, it's noise. It's very, very difficult to find humility around all that noise. Find moments to be quiet. Find moments to be silent. The saints say the most powerful and, and the highest form of prayer is silence. So before your altar, spend time quietly. Um, in the car, don't listen to the radio or any CDs. Take a walk. Do things that allow your soul to be quiet. Humility is born out of that. So our encouragement today is we have great examples from Joseph the betrothed, James the brother of the Lord, and David the king, and Stephen the great martyr. And we, we are called to, uh, to flee the sins in our life and to, and to turn into Christ. We're called to find humility and silence. May God grant us these. Christ is born. Glorify.